0: we we talked so took us something ju- and i just said you know i says we basically i'm saying well we know you're in vegas you've you've basically admitted to that and that's when he blurted out vilified
1: Deified. It's hard to find anyone apathetic about rapper and actor Tupac Shakur. By the time of his passing, September 13, 1996, he had sold millions of records. In death, the prolific musical artist would sell millions more. 25 years ago, it was clear to me how influential Tupac was, and I went in hard in reporting the case as a correspondent and producer on a primetime crime show. I was the first to secure the video of the now infamous beatdown at the MGM Grand, the first to get a hold of the search warrant affidavit detailing the gang warfare that erupted after Tupac was shot. Another first was securing interviews with the original Las Vegas Metro investigators. Twenty-five years later, once again, an exclusive. I interview now-retired homicide detective Brent Becker. Nothing is off the table. Oh, and if you've heard any of Tupac's songs, you've heard some of the language lightly sprinkled throughout this podcast. Enough said. Let us know Way reporting Tupac's murder was his case. Questions, part two, continued. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that there are some questions I've repeatedly asked my guest, retired homicide detective Brent Becker, in one way or another, about the case he investigated almost 26 years ago. Many center around Orlando Anderson. It's been my way of trying to wear him down. And to some degree, it's worked. In this episode, for the first time, Brent Becker reveals details of his first and only conversation with Orlando Anderson, what did he say, and what does it mean regarding the eternal question, who killed Tupac Shakur?
0: Well, white Cadillac didn't kill him.
1: People inside the white people Cadillac. people inside I mean, the, the white
0: Cadillac did it, but the white Cadillac I... didn't. Okay, so I
1: and Orlando Anderson was inside that Cadillac.
0: Oh, I'm absolutely convinced he was inside that Cadillac. And again, I'll base, and KVD D. Yes, and DeAndre Smith and Terrence Brown. I'll say that. I think I've so, thrown I think I've thrown those names out before. I guess everybody just have. assumed that's the way I meant it. I'll just say that. Well, based, I don't
1: like to assume. Okay. Well, you know, based, based assume- on my
0: conversation with Orlando Anderson and after the revelation that came because of this podcast with Keefe D.'s confession. What Orlando told me and what Keefe D. said in his confession just sent off a bell in my head. So prior to that, I didn't have any I'll say corroborating information that they were both in that car. You when didn't I believe went,
1: they were in the car in Well, I, I did.
0: I believe they did, but there was nothing prior to learning of this confession that anybody told me that they saw both of them in the car or anything like that. It was the hearsay. You had hearsay the from... The CRIs. Different, yeah. The affidavit. But, but based on this, there's... Two people that says two people were in that car together.
1: And based on this meaning hearing Keefe D.'s confession?
0: Well, Keefe D.'s confession turned around what Orlando, one of the things Orlando Anderson told me that day in the Compton PD parking lot. He made a statement. what was that? He, he made a statement, and based on Keefe D.'s confession... Now makes sense what Orlando Anderson said that day. What did he say? I'm not going to say that because everybody'll just go ape shit, I guess, on it. I will just say that. Let them. Just, let them. Well, Orlando Anderson said he was with his uncle that night.
1: He told you that in Compton.
0: Yes. Now, how many uncles do context. It, How many uncles does Orlando Anderson have? I have no clue because he didn't name anybody.
1: Can you give me some context of the conversation?
0: Well, just the conversation. What led told up you before to it? What? El- when I was talking to him about the beatdown
1: in Las Vegas in at the Las MGM In Las Vegas, Grand.
0: and we all know Orlando was at the end in, in Las Vegas because he's in the MGM videotape. Duh. Right.
1: Undis- you can't dispute that. All
0: right. Apparently, there are some people in California that believe because Orlando Anderson's in the videotape getting beat up, he should be arrested for murder, too. But that doesn't make any sense to me.
1: But let's get back to this conversation. Okay. All right. You're in the Compton parking lot. This is after we're a talk- raid we're talking based of, on the We're search talking warrant.
0: about... Yeah, it's after that, and I told you before, the conversation was not very long because Orlando eventually just said, I don't want to talk to you anymore. He didn't say he wanted a lawyer, he just didn't want to talk anymore. But he admitted to being beat down by Tupac Shakur and Suge Anderson, or Suge Knight, who were the primary characters in this. There were a bunch of people in there, but those were the ones that were the primary characters in that and he didn't he never admitted to doing the shooting you know he never said he did anything he did like i said during the course of the conversation when he i talked to him about being in las vegas he said he was there with his uncle period okay.
1: so again i'm just trying to get the context that would have that, been the first the com- question that, you asked him
0: that wasn't even i didn't even ask him who he was with that was just over the course of the conversation we were talking about the the main course of the conversation was the the videotape we were talking about that cuz that's where i wanted to start with cuz i figured i'm not going to go charging in right away with pointed stuff we we're talking about the videotape and like I'm, what what do you say you're in the
1: videotape
0: no no i just says i walked up to him i says hey how you doing i'm identified myself it was quite obvious who i was i was wearing the yellow jacket i says you know you took a pretty good thumping or something like that from tupac and should and he acknowledged that and And what was his demeanor well, he was sitting there in handcuffs. That's all it was. There was no, right. there was no arrogance or anything. He was just sitting there. I don't want to call him timid. He was sitting there like a guy in custody because he was in handcuffs. I don't think they booked him yet because you know the sheriff's office had their portable booking station there. I don't think he'd gotten his turn to go up there yet. And okay. we we so talked. Took a I ju- And I just said, you know, I says. We, basically, I'm saying, well, we know you're in Vegas. You've, you've basically admitted to that. And that's when he blurted out, he went to Vegas. With, he was in Vegas with his uncle, something to that effect. That was the end of that conversation. There wasn't really much else. And it wasn't long after that is when he said, I really don't want to talk to you anymore. And that's the end of the story. And the only reason I bring it up is because according to some gentleman in the mob museum deal, he says Vegas never talked to Orlando. And I'm saying, well, yeah, we did. And you've seen the videotape. I've seen the videotape. And I'm sure other people have seen it, unless we were the only two people watching the news that night.
1: What are you thinking when he says that?
0: Well, when he says it, it doesn't mean anything to me yet because I'm thinking, well, who's the uncle or what, who is it, you know? We already know he's in Vegas. Now, when Kefi D., when I get to see Keefe D.'s confession,
1: because you you
0: are the one who sent me a copy of whenever that confession was made with whoever took the, the interview. Somewhere in there. I remember Kefi e. D saying he was with Orlando Anderson. Did he not?
1: But prior to that,
0: <clears throat> I didn't know. You didn't. I had nothing. But you didn't suspect. No, oh yeah, I had my thoughts on it. I I was I really believed that Kefi e. D was in the car, but I had nobody saying that they saw them together. It was even C R Well. CRAs aren't real. That's hearsay. That's hearsay information. I don't know who said that. So now based on I this know. Infor- now I know. You got to remember. Now I've got Orlando Anderson saying he was with an uncle. And then twenty twenty one, all of a sudden, I'm seeing this interview and Keithy D, who is an uncle uh one of many i'm assuming but keefe d says he was with he puts himself with orlando anderson in las vegas well okay is this the same uncle or not i don't know but it sure is coincidental
1: based on this information then do you believe that the case should be cleared how and so so, based-
0: there, so there, so Orlando Anderson and Keefee D are in Las Vegas together. All right. Has anybody other than an unnamed source said that they killed Tupac Shakur? Well, I guess Keefee D says in his confession that Orlando did it, correct? All right. But we've correct. talked about that before. You have to corroborate his story. And there is no eyewitness that was not involved as far as suspects or the bad guys in the car or anything who names anybody in the white car, the white Cadillac. Frank Alexander, Yafu Fula, Idi Amin, Katari Cox, none of those girls, Shug Knight, nobody. But there are so, a whole lot. But there are a whole lot of unknown people in an affidavit that say it.
1: Now you have said that you left notification of who you believed was the killer before you left homicide. I've,
0: I've said before that there are two floppy disks in the case file.
1: And on that case file, would it then mention occupants of the white Cadillac?
0: I'm pretty sure it is because we've got all those names. you got to remember when Tim Brennan came over, he provided a massive amount of information. Right. Somewhere in that case file is all that information. Again, I'm
1: specifically talking about you making a notation of this is who I believe is the killer. Well,
0: I think the way the notation is is information leads one to believe that these people may have been in the car. There was no hard facts to say that, in fact, they were. There was information. They were in a car.
1: Period, or they, they were in a the car.
0: They were. They were. They were in a car or in a group together. Yes. So
1: that you believe. Was the the occupants killed?
0: I put, Tupac. No, I put it that there was this group of people. There's information that makes one believe it's possible. Basically. Like I've told you before, I can ha- I can say somebody did something, but prove it.
1: But you're saying a white Cadillac and a white Cadillac was
0: I believe that those M. four individuals are in that white Cadillac, yes. That's my belief, but there's no evidence to prove that. Now, like I said, from what Orlando told me and what Keefe D. says in the confession, does that make me think more and more that, well, maybe I'm on track? Well, yeah, but it's still not hard evidence. Because Keefe D.'s confession needs to be corroborated. Well, unfortunately the other three guys in the car can't do that if they in fact are the ones because they're all dead. And there's no other living person that can corroborate it by saying they were there and saw them. Frank Alexander's dead, Yafu Fula's dead, Idi Amin and Qatari, Qatari Cox are alive, but they can't name anybody. Those four girls can't name anybody. If Suge Knight can name somebody, he is not. (laughs) So so now the next question is, unless you've got someone else in your little hat that you can pull out like a rabbit that says so and can be corroborated, there's nothing there.
1: So, as I said, I do see it being significant that you're placing Orlando in the I don't car. think
0: it's that Well, you think it's, it's significant. I don't because I can't prove it. And maybe that's... But it's your belief the, as a detective. That's where the difference is here. It is, is what I believe and what I can prove are two different stories.
1: Got you. But you've right. never said that publicly before. Well,
0: I guess... I've danced around, maybe maybe not, but I, I know that this is the first time I've mentioned the Orlando Anderson thing because, you know, it's not a big... To me, it's not a big deal in the sense of it still doesn't prove anything, but it, right. certainly, it certainly raises the level a bit.
1: Because you can really talk to... You know, I, I see some of what people say online although as i said i'm not really interested in seeing what the mean you know i call them the mean girls like individual one because they remind me of mean girls i dealt with in high school i'm not really interested in looking what what they have to say right but in terms of listening to the voice of the people who are following this case there's a a significant contingent who don't believe orlando had Anything to do with Well,
0: and I'm not sitting here saying that Orlando Anderson fired the shot.
1: Right, but you're saying that he was in the car.
0: Oh, I from
1: whence the shot came.
0: I, I firmly believe he is in the car. Yeah, I I do. I firmly believe that. Can I prove it? Well, no, you can't go into court and prove it. But there's all kinds of cases I've worked and we've got open cases now, Mike and I, where we are convinced who did it, but we right. can't prove it.
1: As Los, uh, uh, LAPD has an open case involving Biggie and
0: well, yeah, that's Albert
1: that's, Webb. We've was talked
0: we've talked about Biggie before. I says, all this hoorah about Tupac, which is great, but no one's talking about Biggie. So what? and to me they got a composite drawing for christ's sake they have someone who says they actually saw the face of the shooter but everybody's but everybody's but everybody's focusing on tupac i says because you know i guess tupac is a bigger story in the light in the eyes of everybody I'm sure it's not in the eyes of Mrs. Wallace. It's her son that got no. killed. Okay. Right. So it means a big deal to her. But I'm, I'm hearing all this. Well, since we've met, you've sent me all this. I've told you before, I'm just amazed at how much stuff has been put out here by different people who are experts on everything. Yet they haven't. Who are fabulous. And they haven't solved the case they were originally working on. So, and then you brought up this web guy, which I didn't remember any of this, but if he's one of those two murders that I remember someone talking about, well, if those were such rock solid cases, how come Orlando didn't go to prison then? I think I brought up if Orlando Anderson had been in prison, maybe, maybe this event wouldn't have happened. Right. Well, we know that if Orlando Anderson was in prison, he wouldn't have been beat down at the MGM, anyhow.
1: In closing, how do you want to go out?
0: Am I going somewhere?
1: How do you want? To... <laughs> Wait a minute! How would you like to conclude? I didn't conclude... want this to
0: be a terminal thing here. Okay.
1: <laughs> no. How would you like to conclude?
0: I, no, I just answered the questions that's all like I said I'm not here to burst anybody's bubble as far as I'm concerned there are other people that want to take credit for different things I don't want to take credit for anything I'm just passing along information end of story right I would and I hope like I said I have no idea what Las Vegas has since 2000 December 2001 here it is that's twenty twenty 20 years later and, uh, well,
1: I appreciate that you're not a delicate flower. That <sighs> I could ask you questions about everything. No, some people—it's their view of the case, or you're—you're you're a dummy. That's so. No, that's, I appreciate.
0: I'm not. I'm not. I have never said it's my way or no way. That's just never been. Some of these never been that way. Folks. Okay, peep. I've shared information. The people can take that information the way they want and do with it as they want because ultimately i have nothing to do with the outcome of this case anymore i don't i'm not the one i don't i'm not the one submitting anything i'm not the one filing anything
1: you don't think your information about your conversation with orlando
0: Maybe someday would it Would have any impact. Maybe, maybe someday. Right now, I don't. I don't see how that changes anything. There's no hard, factual information. There are no eyewitnesses that say they were there in that car. All right, nobody. I. If Suge Knight, in his interview, would have named. Someone in that car, you'd have had at least a person out of that car, even if it was even if it was just the driver.
1: And ironically, he knew he knows KPD. E. He from knew everything knew since that he was a kid. you've
0: shared with me. Those two knew each other from when they were youngsters.
1: They were drinking Kool Aid. They together. should have.
0: They should have known each other. And I realize the story is they that Suge Knight is blind or whatever. I says. Well, he's driving a car, so he ain't that blind. Uh, and Suge Knight's has changed multiple times, so but you people know. People believe it. it it's up oh. it's up to the the people who want to because literally that's what this story is all about right now is the general public
1: uh, and people who make up stuff. Yeah. Uh, one question though. Okay. And this may be difficult, but I'm just going to throw it out there. If indeed somebody in a white Cadillac, which, as you say, really isn't in dispute, the the no. dis, the question is who was in the white Cadillac. But if they <clears throat> were the people that you believe right. they were, why were they just over the beatdown?
0: I again in Brent Becker's view I think the beatdown head was a major factor in this was Were it was it the only people? factor was it the only factor I don't know because to this day well other than if you listen to Keefy D's confession what was going through everybody's mind at the time that Tupac was shot you don't you'll You'll never know. KPD can say what was going through someone's mind. Now the question is, do you believe everything he says or not? And from the information I've heard from him, the story's changed. So now right. which story is the truth or is it somewhere in between? I don't know.
1: Because is it as simple as a beat down or?
0: Yeah. I don't, do I think someone put out a reward? No, there's nothing to indicate that. I think we've talked about it before. Who in their right mind is going to offer a million dollars to to shoot a guy that you can get done for just about, well, for free?
1: (laughs) Right, but even as M Theory brings up in Biggie's song, talking against Tupac, so we have the beatdown but there's another layer of hatred between.
0: It's a song. Death row, isn't it? A song.
1: The song memorializes <clears throat> beef, and so we have this level of them. Yes. Duking it out in the MGM Grand, but there's something underneath that as well for them to go into a studio and record.
0: Okay. No songs are, about it. Those are songs about events that happened. I understand that. But and hatred. You, Hit him up's hatred. You even brought it up earlier on in this podcast about your interview with Mrs. Wallace. That Biggie told her that certain it subject matter sells. Sure. That doesn't necessarily mean they believe what they're selling. That happens but Tupac- through- Go ahead.
1: Tupac believed and hit him up. That song wasn't wasn't made up. That song was uh, memorializing his hatred for Biggie.
0: Well, no, I'm not saying that. But did he say in there he was going to murder Biggie?
1: I hope you die slow.
0: So, what's her name for saying I shot the sheriff? She didn't shoot the sheriff. It's just a song. I think people need to get down to reality. I mean, you can write a song and have feeling for what those words are. You can say you're going to do something, but doing it's a different story.
1: But if you were to get text messages uh, of somebody writing to a friend, blah, 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 uh, the, the house of Gucci, she says something in her diary related. So it's the same type of thing okay you don't see it
0: it it just depends on the circumstances you know i just i just think you aren't gonna bet the house on the one item you need a bunch of things to understood to uh, to do it
1: but the uh, if you listen to the lyrics from both biggie and tupac
0: Mm mm-hmm
1: it's very personal, and it's violent.
0: Well, and that's what their reputation was, too, wasn't it?
1: Right, but I'm saying against each other. Uh, and my my issue more is there was that fight, but then there, there were underlying right. factors. Right,
0: and, and I'm, not, I'm not saying they didn't dislike each other. I'm just saying that... You don't you, see that you, as a motive you, you part can, of motive. you can dislike someone; doesn't mean you're going to go kill them or have them killed. I mean, okay. I'm sure most people out there have a dislike for somebody, and they may say, "I want to kill you," or "If you do something, I'm going to kill you." People say that all the time. I've heard it—I don't know how many times. "I'm going to kill." You. They didn't do it. It's just they're shooting their face off. It makes them feel. Important or whatever. No, Biggie did not have Tupac Shakur murdered. I'm saying that. All right. And, well, we obviously know Tupac didn't have Biggie killed. Granted, there's the other side of the coin. People throw Suge Knight into the mix, but then Suge Knight's been thrown in the mix on both of them.
1: Right. So. And, and I'm just saying. I'm not saying Biggie's responsible, or right, right. Or, I'm just saying that there was the fight, but then there were these underlying factors. Oh, well. there's
0: definitely some animosity between each other. We know that, and because and how, you know they were they, they were covering, they're basically covering the same type of music, but from a different perspective, I guess. There, they, the one is presenting it. One way one's presenting another, and then they go at each other a little bit in their music. But
1: well, I mean, they were once friends too. So well, I think that Dean Martin good, that's and Jerry
0: Lewis were super friends when they were doing their stuff, and then they parted for a long time. It happens.
1: Right. Okay. Well, I say thank you, and okay, for anyone. Unless, as I said, unless there's something else that I haven't asked you that I should have asked you.
0: No, I think that's it.
1: And I will say that as long as you've known me, you know that I wouldn't want to keep talking to you for 25 years (laughs) if if I... thought you were a terrible person.
0: No, no. We've actually talked about this case more than we did back in 96, 97. 100,
1: 90, 100, 100 you
0: know? 100%. I mean, we talked about it when you did the interview. It came up a little bit during Shug Knight's revocation hearing and then it came up again when Orlando was killed, but that wasn't for two continuous years. That was spotty. And right. if you combined all three of those events together, <laughs> It comes, doesn't come close to what's been involved right. in this thing. So,
1: Right. And I really, and I appreciate your time because I really, and for some people it's too much. They would rather have maybe something sensational. Well, I've, heard,
0: I've heard that. I've heard that from people that say, you're nuts for spending all this time. And I says, well, I'm doing it for you, for Lena. I says, that's all. I says, and it's not like I'm trying to, change everybody's mind or anything. I says, we Same came here. into this presenting the information, end of story, because there's enough people that are trying to sell their, whatever they're doing or. Their wares. Know, their wares. And that's why yeah, I guess they don't like me. And, and I'm just saying, well, and I'm not trying to prevent them from doing it. I'm not, I don't Dale. really care. Go for it.
1: Well, to me, being in journalism, I think it's interesting. When I just decided to do the podcast, I was fascinated by all that was out there. You know, I could see things that were true, false, some things, you know, you had to see that individual's way or the highway. But I never had a sense of being proprietary, and that's what I'm sensing in a couple of these content creators, it's their way or the highway, but I'm interested, I was very happy when Tupac Facts sent me that link that I sent you of the Mob Museum event, because I found it really fascinating what was stated there.
0: What I took out of what part of the interview I watched on that, there was, to me, more discussion about Tupac Shakur, the person in his life leading up to and stuff like that. Yes, there was discussion about the murder case. It was in there and it obviously it got kinda heated at times. I could hear the audience, so I thought, Whew. Right. This is glad I'm not there because they might have been throwing bullets at me pitch, sitting up pitch there. This works. <laughs> but right, but but, but, but it was you know, information. It's information. It's I will say that this I'm going to give. I watch that show, Ridiculousness. I just get a laugh out of it. I, I, it's a really to me, it's entertaining, it's humorous. It's the skateboarding guy that's made bucks, and he's got his lady friend, and the. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I'll go check it out. It's called. It's called Ridiculousness. I, I like watching it. It's just funny. But when I first started watching, I says these people are making a lot of money doing this YouTube podcast stuff. And I'm going, I mean, they're literally making a living out of it. I mean, they have other people that do other stuff, but I'm thinking, these people are making some money. And then when you said you were doing this, I thought, I don't understand this whole concept, but. I kind of get it as far as an informational thing. I guess, well, it is social media, and I'm not a big... I don't have Facebook or any of that stuff, but...
1: I'm not big on it either, and I do better in, like, talking to individual listeners than doing all that other stuff. Yeah. But uh, my my goal, which was accomplished, thanks to you, was to simply get information, just the facts, ma'am, and sir, out. And from your perspective, people can always argue, well, I don't believe... It's his perspective, people. Yeah, you know that—that that was my goal. So,
0: well, carry my, on I'm, with I'm, it. Good luck with it, and uh...
1: Orlando, huh?
0: I'm not saying anything. I said good luck with it.
1: <laughs> and I'm and I'm saying Orlando, huh? Or Kefi.
0: Are we done? Can we, can we turn this off?
1: You can't say I didn't try. This whole journey has had its ups and downs. Would I have done some things differently? You betcha. But I learned a lot while revisiting one of my most mysterious, infamous, and compelling assignments. Straight from the mouth from someone who was actually there. And thanks again for your time, Brent Becker. I asked you to provide your point of view, and you did. And thanks to all of you, dear listeners, who've kept me up to date and who care about what happened to Tupac. I did this for you. You've already been sending me additional questions and I'll do my best to try to get Brent to respond and if if necessary, we'll come back with another episode, but I think we've covered it. I have provided a lot of links via tupacmurderpodcast.com. If there's more information you'd like me to add, holler. Special thanks to my creative director emeritus, Lowell T.C. Woundla. My name is Lennon Ozizwe. I'm the creator, host. I created the music, art, all that stuff for this podcast. Thanks for listening and listening carefully. Three, two, one.